Welcome to Clocking In, Forces of NC Manufacturing. I'm your host, Phil Mintz, Director of the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, otherwise known as NCMEP. My role is to drive outreach to NC manufacturers, build relationships to federal and state leaders, and coordinate efforts to drive profitable manufacturing growth in North Carolina. Throughout my time working closely with manufacturers, I have heard the most quirky, curious, and memorable stories. I wanted to turn these stories into a podcast so that others may hear and be informed and inspired. From humble beginnings to manufacturing titans, from tragedy to triumph, I will be interviewing some of these manufacturers who have made North Carolina manufacturing the powerhouse that it is today. Today, once again, we're speaking with people who are attending MFGCon 2022. We're lucky to have Chris Rojas, the Vice President at Ferry Stone Fabrics in Burlington. Based in Burlington, North Carolina, Ferry Stone Fabrics specializes in trico warping, knitting, and suiting. The company's machinery operates 24-7, 24-6, 24-5, just working around the clock to create quality textiles. Zero percent of Ferry Stone Fabrics waste ends up in landfills. All of the waste products are reused, recycled, or used as fuel for power plants. Chris has been in Ferry Stone for seven years. He started as plant manager and was later promoted to vice president. Chris is a graduate of North Carolina State University with a bachelor's degree in textile management. So Chris, thanks for taking time with us today. Glad to be here, Phil. Thank you for the invite. So talk a little bit about how you got to where you are today. What got you interested in textiles? Is that all you always wanted to do? Yeah, that's a great question. My, uh, My grandfather actually worked in a textile mill when I was growing up. And I decided to go to NC State for textiles, and one of the first conversations with my grandmother was, why are you doing that? Why are you going into a field that's going away? And I believe that there's some things that have left, and they're actually starting to come back. But what we've seen is a growth, things that are coming back, and we want to be part of that solution. So I I like the idea of making something. So making something in the United States, and North Carolina specifically, was what drove me in this field. So I went to NC State, graduated 2007, and I went right into the textile industry. I served as a process engineer production manager, worked my way up to a plant manager, and now vice president of manufacturing. Did you did you always work at Ferry Stone? No, I used to work for a company, Millican and Company in South Carolina. And then I, I'm married with our son Carter. He's 10, and uh, I'm from Charlotte originally, and my wife is from Raleigh. So Ferry Stone was a great fit from the family perspective, and also a lot of exciting things that they're doing promoting from within, growing, and supporting the textile industry. Yeah, we'll talk more about Ferry Stone in a minute, but you mentioned that you're starting to see things coming back uh, in terms of textiles. We are, yeah. A lot of our customers, uh, current customers and former customers, are having some frustrations with getting products. So things coming back that were not available or they're having longer lead times, supply issues, uh, major constraints in their industry are starting to come back. And we want to be there to support them. Yeah. Well, talk a bit about Ferry Stone and what their capabilities are. What do you what do you make there? Yeah. So our primary markets are automotive interiors. We do make hook and loop applications that you would use for, say, a Velcro product. We make liquid filtration materials that go into third world countries to support a healthy drinking atmosphere or water for, for third world countries. We make some products for military and medical end uses. 
So that's exciting to be a part of when this thing COVID came out. I don't know if you've heard about it. Uh, we were on the front lines to supply protective garments for our doctors and surgeons on the front lines. Very, very important, impactful thing for us. So filtering or protecting or? Uh, two, two different segments. The filtration piece was for water. Uh, that's a primary market that we serve for third world countries and things of that nature. The fabric piece that we made for the medical industry were protective garments that they would wear as they went to see patients and move within within rooms. It's actually a pivot point for us. Our primary market is automotive interiors. And you know that took a substantial hit when COVID first came out with layoffs, shutdowns, interruptions, and production cycles. So Ferrystone pivoted to ensure the, the longevity of our company and, and to keep our 118 employees stable as they continue to work for us. So the, is the, the pivoting is going to become some sort of a long-term product for you? It's or? kind of a balance. We, we have positioned back into the automotive space as the demand is starting to pick back up. But medical is obviously something we want to be a part of and continue to support that space. All right. So there's a lot of discussion about the challenges of manufacturing right now in, in two areas, of course, workforce and supply chain. Can you talk a bit about where you guys stand in, in both of those areas and how it's working for you? Sure. So from the workforce side, it's obviously a, a challenge for a lot of us. I speak to a lot of our competitors, uh, industry partners, people even at this conference, uh, some of the challenges we're all facing. So what we've decided or what we're, what we're after is what's important to our current workforce. Uh, we have a really uh, interesting referral program with our current employees. I always feel that if we provide a good place to come to work, people will refer people that they like. So we're starting to see some retention there. We're also part of an apprenticeship program. So we partner with the local college, uh, the local community college, Alamance Community College, the school system, and we're bringing people in at the high school level to see about our company, learn about us, and position themselves for growth opportunities. You know, being a 24 operation is tough. First shift is an easier shift for us to staff. Second and third have some challenges. You have to find the right person that makes sense in their personal life, their family life. It, it's a right balance. But absolutely, it's a it's an area of focus. One of the benefits of Ferrystone is we, we think we have a great place to come to work. We've got folks that have been there five days and folks that have been there 52 years. So some of the folks that are kind of towards the, the longer longevity are starting to retire. And they're thinking about that. And so filling those pipelines and having sustainable planning is, has been tough, <laughs> but it's something we're always focused on. It's something that myself, Jim Bryan, the president or the owner of the company are always pushing for. From the supply chain side, we have seen longer lead times both in our raw materials, so products that we use, cardboard tubes, plastic, some of the essential things that I can't run my equipment without. So that's kind of put a burden in terms of holding patterns, making sure we're more uh, nimble in that way. From the material side, uh, one of our largest suppliers is actually here in the States, here in North Carolina. So that's great to have a partner so close in proximity, and they're doing a lot of those hard steps to ensure that we have raw material to make some of these critical parts. So talk about the fabric industry and, and, and the world you live in. What are the direction that things are going? I mean, how what is the development of fabric around the work that you do? I mean, are we are we looking at more sophisticated things that you guys have in the Smart technology is always something that people are looking at. How to be more nimble, have fabrics that can do predictive measures. So we're we're looking at hospital bed. So there's materials that that can be used for for post surgical garments to to help with recovery, in, improving recovery times. You know, I, 
there's a lot of things on the horizon, but we're still trying to kind of get in front of them. We're trying to be we're trying to be a part of that solution. That's why when the healthcare when we pivoted to healthcare, it kind of opened our eyes to a lot of things that we can be a part of. Yeah. So how much development do you guys do there at Ferry Stone? I mean, you have uh... so we don't we have a internal R and D department, but a lot of that partnership is a collaboration with our customers. Uh-huh. So our largest customer in proximity is right next to us. Uh, we've got a great relationship with them, uh, Shamit, and we partner with them to look at these developments together. A lot of that is driven by their ability to supply those those industries and those those markets, but we partner together. We have an extensive team uh, with a lot of knowledge, ability, a very strong skill set for developing. So you guys still growing? We are, yeah. We're. Uh, I'd, I, you want to start with us, Phil? Can Can you come join us next week? <laughs> we are always looking to grow, and we're looking to attract talent that wants to grow and continue to grow. Today, we have 118 people that come to work. We really need to be in the 125 to 130 market, and that gives us the ability to grow within our footprint. So the plant has actually added on seven times since it was opened up, and we have added on, and we continue to invest in our our folks, our equipment in our processes and technologies. All right. Well, thanks, Chris, for taking a few minutes to talk to us about yourself and Fairy Stone. And we're looking forward to continued success there. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for everything you do for us and continue to, uh, to support manufacturing. Thank you for joining today's Clocking In, Voices of NC Manufacturing. This podcast is brought to you by NC State's College of Engineering, the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, and industry expansion solutions. If you'd like to learn more about the solutions NCMEP offers, go to www.ncmep.org. Want to listen to previous Clocking In podcasts? Go to ncmep.org slash clocking in.